community is immune to the dangers of substance use and addiction. Within the Menominee tribe, we've all seen the impacts firsthand. That's why we need to talk about it as we join together to bring this problem out in the open. In this podcast, we'll focus on education, highlight resources that are available, talk about initiatives underway to deal with this public health threat, and smash stereotypes that we all have about addiction. The Talk About It podcast is an initiative of the Menominee Indian Drug Addiction and Intervention Team with your hosts, Sheena and Gary. On this episode of the Talk About It podcast, we have Drug Addiction Intervention Team co-chairs Ben Warrington and Addie Caldwell. Uh, welcome, YYNN, for joining us. Um, would you both be able to just start out by introducing yourselves a little bit? So I'm Addie Caldwell, and I am the director at Manasakia Wellness Center. Um, I have been at the agency going on, I think, 11 years now, um, two years in my current role as director. Uh, but primarily, uh, my background is, is with being a clinical therapist, and I've been working in the community for a really long time. So. I'm Ben Warrington. I am Emergency Management Coordinator for Menominee Tribe. Uh, been in that role for about 12 years. Um, also an EMT for the Menominee Tribal Ambulance Service for the past 15 years. Can you explain to our listeners what the drug addiction intervention team is? So I'll take that one. Um, March of 2022, um, after a series of overdose deaths, the uh, Menominee community requested a a community meeting and we met at the Menominee Casino um, conference room and um, legislature sat and listened to community members that have lost loved ones or are affected by the the overdoses in the community at that time. We also had a number of people on the virtual platform as well. Um, in attendance was you know, well over two, 300 people. So we met that day um, in March of 2022 and listened to the people the entire day. Um, after that meeting, the legislature enacted a state of emergency um, specifically to deal with the, the opioid issue on the reservation Um, And in that emergency declaration, they did create the drug addiction intervention team. Well, who are the members of the drug addiction intervention team? So we have a pretty um, vast amount of people that are are coming to the meetings. Um, That includes our tribal clinic employees, Manasakia, law enforcement, housing, um, the school district, uh, College of Menominee Nation, Emergency Management, uh, Family and Human Service Agencies. We also have a number of uh, county agencies that are coming, such as Menominee County and Shawano County Human Services. So, What would you say um, the priorities are of, we're, we've been calling it DATE. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what you guys are That's saying? That's what we call yeah. it, yes. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say the uh, date's priorities are? So when we first started in uh, in early, mid-2022, our, uh, our team came up with, with a number of priorities, and in it exactly we came up with like 15 different priorities. 
Um, and under, under each of those priorities, we came up with um, a set of objectives, you know, so you got your priorities or goals and then your objectives, how you're going to, how you're going to meet those. So quickly on after setting those, we realized that that's a big task for 15 different things. So <clears throat> we went back to the team and, and we all talked about it and decided, you know what, let's, let's prioritize these. So each team member was able to look at those 15 priorities and figure out their, what their top three were or top four. Mm -hmm. And then they did that on their own, submitted that through a, um, an online um, survey. Mm -hmm. And we took the top three and then started really working hard at those top three. So, so those, those top ones were, we were gonna address and prevent substance use disorders on the reservation. We we're gonna enhance the opioid mental health service model for the community, and then develop a comprehensive report of historical and current data regarding the, the drug addiction in the community. So <clears throat> those were the top three that that the, the team came up with. So um, what are some of the things that is coming out of that, those priorities? So some of the bigger things that we've been able to work on is the collaboration aspect of services. So there are three different service providers in the community. So we have the tribal clinic, um, Menominee County, and then Manasakia. So one of our biggest accomplishments with that has been getting the three agencies together to discuss um, releases of information to make uh, getting someone into treatment kind of streamlined and faster. Mm -hmm. um, there's also been some collaboration work that's gone on uh, in regard to our youth um, and being able to access timely services for all population of people. Um, we also uh, worked at eliminating some of the barriers associated with assessments. So um, Manasekia used to charge $85 for the assessments. That's not um, accurate anymore. Mm -hmm. All assessments are free. Uh, so that got rid of any sort of cost diversion for anyone wanting to get the help. Mm -hmm. um, we've also worked on kind of increasing our harm reduction means. So um, we actually have wrote a couple grants uh, collaboratively. So upcoming, we have some different um, things that are going to be coming out. We have a leave behind program for our EMTs. We also have uh, like Narcan vending machines coming. So that's a really big deal. Um, and just getting out to the community that we have these things available is also important. Um, we do have a, another um, big thing coming with our recovery coaches. So we created a team, which is referred to as MITCAP, and we'll be talking about that later on. But it's essentially a, a team of recovery coaches that will be available for like on-demand work. So if a police officer, EMT, whoever, you know, needs assistance with someone they're servicing that is interested in hearing about or even ready to get help, those recovery coaches would be available to come to the scene and kind of coach that person into this is what we need to do to get things moving. Um, otherwise, those coaches are available to kind of follow um, whoever with whatever their needs are. Even if they're not ready, they will still check in and kind of 
um, still make sure they're, they're touching base with that person. Um, we've also looked at some media campaign work. So there's a lot of different uh, articles and publications that we've put out throughout the tribe to kind of just um, get information out there on the opioid epidemic and fentanyl and um, all the emerging things. Uh, we're still working on that, that I'm hoping is an ongoing thing that kind of keeps going for a while. Um, and there's there's been so many other different things that we've worked on as a team. And I think one of the bigger things is just seeing how many agencies are represented at that table and and seeing everyone kind of work together to, you know, figure out what we need to do as a community to address this together, not mm -hmm. in silos or anything yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So... Um, so what would you say that the team's focus is going to be in the future? So I, I think, you know, the, the focus really is making sure that those people that are either in recovery or, or seeking services have that ability um, mm -hmm. at any time of day or night. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we... We see those people in our emergency services that meet somebody that they're they're in a bad way, mm -hmm. and and they're in a bad way like right now, mm -hmm. and that's our potential time that we can help them. So we can't do this Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty. So I think our focus is really going to be making sure that we meet that person that is mm -hmm. either in recovery or requesting recovery mm -hmm. where they're at, when they're at it. So um, I think that's one of the priorities there. And then just continue to to collaborate amongst ourselves, our local service agencies, and then um, statewide, we've got a number of different resources in Shano and Green Bay um, for people that that may be at that point where they're they're seeking the treatment. Um, so there's a bunch of different stuff that's out there. We just need to make sure that we're we're coordinating and and, and working with those agencies as well. I don't know if you got anything to add, Addie. No, I I think our like biggest focus as as Manasakia is making sure that we're making things accessible and easier. Um, and and a big chunk of that is collaboration. We mm -hmm. we should be able to work with all of the different agencies to have a trauma-informed approach to how we're meeting these people. Um, and like Ben said, it isn't going to be at, you know, 10 a.m. on a, a Monday. Mm -hmm. So that's the work that I'm really looking forward to, and I'm, I'm really excited to kind of launch our recovery coach program to see how big of a difference that makes because I really think it's going gonna, it's gonna to do a lot for us as a community. What ways can the community get involved or help with dates efforts? I think the f the first thing is just understand that you know as a person that is is in addiction or recovering from something you know just have that understanding that you know, they need some help, um, and it's our job as the community as service providers to to help them seek that help, um, understand that we don't know what they're going through. We don't know what has happened to them. So, um, And it may take multiple times um, that a person 
seeks them recovery services, but um, we just need to be there for them. Um, that that's how I think we're gonna we're gonna get through this. I think um, as I kind of this this has been a big question for me too is is how do we engage our community enough where we're all buying into this because this is affecting every single person on our reservation. Um, whether it's in our family, but in all reality, we are all connected. We're all relatives. Um, and I think kind of shifting the, the viewpoint of, oh, this is just this person. This mm -hmm. is our person, mm -hmm. you know, and this is something that all of us need to um, make a priority. Um, and it, it's the simple little things. It could be just talking. It could be just, you know, showing hope. You know, we have a lot of people that will come through um, the systems multiple times. And, uh, you know, some people get really frustrated with that. Like, this is the fifth time someone's coming through. When is it going to, you know, stick? But oftentimes it's those times and those individuals that there is that one person that can make a huge difference. And then, you know, they're ready. Mm -hmm. um, and we're all different. None of us are the same. Um, addiction looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, so as a community, I think the biggest thing is, you know, having that empathy and that ability to remember that these are our, our relatives and we need to treat them with respect and love. Um, they're just sick and they, they do need that support. Um, so I, I mean, as a community, I think the, the biggest thing we can do is, is also educate our future, our children. Um, there is no such thing as it being too early to start having those talks with our, our kids about the dangers that are out there. And to be quite honest, I think a lot of it is stop normalizing these behaviors. Mm -hmm. um, these are not normal behaviors. Um, I think the focus kind of needs to switch to kind of a, a healing perspective where, yeah. yes, all of us have gone through some very significant things, but there are ways to process through that. And um, sometimes it, it's hard to find that strength within ourselves to make that change. But like as a tribal member myself and kind of looking at, at myself, a lot of my push for, for myself has come through my kids. Um, just seeing the influence that you have. And even if you don't have kids, it's, you know, your, your little nieces, your nephews, whatever. Um, so just being a, a, a good role model and a good relative. Thank you for listening to the Talk About It podcast. For more information on addiction or substance use, as well as recovery resources, please contact the Manosakia Wellness Center at 715-799-3835, the Menominee Tribal Clinic at 715-799-3361, or the Menominee County Human Services at 715-799-3861. Recovery coaches are also available 24-7 by calling 715-972-3280. The Talk About It podcast is produced by the Menominee Tribal Communications Department.